0: John Wick tells the story of an assassin who got out of the game. His wife died because of uh, horrible reasons. Everyone feels bad. She left him a dog. The dog got killed by this shithead. He, goes to one of, he wants to go kill the shithead kid. You, everyone already knows the story. I, ha, I have got mm-hmm. to say, all of this buildup, the fact that there's like a fourth and fifth one coming out. Um, I still have yet to see the second and third one, by the way. I've only seen the first. I felt a yeah. little hype. It was a little hyped up. It's the Movie Toast, the show
1: here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! Yeah! Movie Toast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 76 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. Dennis, there we go. That's the classic race car sound in the background. He had the Grand Prix 500.
0: I'm here next to the track. Holy <laughs> shit, that was fast. Woo! That is Bourbon Boulevard, <laughs> I'm I'm doing good, man. It, it is a lovely Sunday. <laughs> I, I was going to say it's uh, nice and sunny for me, and I thought it was sunny for you, but apparently not, not so much. Oh no! The
1: random outburst of snow has ended, and it's nice and sunny again. So uh, <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. All right, it's coast to fun. coast.
0: Oh, I yeah, love right. it.
1: Yeah. Oh man, so I have a story I want to tell you before we get going. I, I know a while ago I mentioned I uh, set our theme song as my ringtone, and I'm like, oh, ah, man, oh, I'm nervous. This is my sometime. So. Normally, whenever I go to work, it's a game of cat and mouse with my ringtone. Like, I'll try to either, when I start the day off, I will mute. Like, I'll get my fucking audio down so fucking low, I'll maybe hear it a little bit. Even when it starts rolling, once I hear it's the movie, I just fucking answer the phone. But the other day, I had to go drop something off on the other side of the office into a whole other area. And this woman in accounting was trying to show me the Stevie Nicks music video. And I'm like, okay, cool, all right. And then A I go back CD over there, and the secretary's like, "Yeah." And everyone was like, "Hey, so, uh, your phone went off. What? What is that?" I'm like, "Oh, it's, uh, it's the theme song to my podcast." I'm, I'm sorry. Like, oh no, it's, it's, it's cool. I'm like, All right. and then that was the whole, the whole half of the day we're just talking about. It. I'm like, oh my god, and like one of the guys in health and safety is like. I'm going to catch you off guard sometime with this. And later in the day, he tried calling me, but at that point I've already turned it down. And everyone's like, well, what's the point of turning it down now? We, we all know. And I'm like, yes. So I explained the <laughs> podcast to, uh, to, to, to everyone. And it was just awkward. And I'm like, I felt so weird. And they're asking me questions about it. Like, is it legit? I'm like, well, I don't awesome. know if it's legit. I mean, we got interns, we got, we got screeners, but is it legit? I don't know. We, we got offered to like ha- sell some chairs, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. So it was it was kind of interesting, uh, telling them about it, and it just it was weird. It kind of I my biggest fear came true. I don't know why I've been hiding it like a redheaded stepchild, but uh, yeah, it was just so <laughs> weird because I'm always afraid that they're gonna hear her talk about orgasms and like I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm getting a call from a- 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 uh, fucking health. I don't know. I don't know who the fuck they they get mad at me, but uh, I'm like oh. HR, human was cool resources. Yeah. Yeah. no
0: that's funny I, I i figured that honestly was going to be a matter of time as we matter of time before you just left your phone on exactly the scenario you described was what i thought would happen oh I could just run over there really fast and run back and nothing could go wrong mm-hmm. no there's 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 something there's <laughs> <laughs> hollering about orgasms across the hall to to everyone no but it's fine like it's lighthearted. it's cute you guys you guys just heard it isn't yeah it? come on folks he should he should be embraced the toast and it sounds like your co-workers were down for it i've done it before yeah. where I've, I've to the people who are willing to listen I, I don't like jamming it down your throat but i'll be like eh, yeah yeah I, I i talk about movies on a podcast and then if they inquire further that's when i fill them in on on things and hey listen mm-hmm. to my podcast by the way my name is Dennis <laughs> you know I, I don't i don't i don't <laughs> do that. every
1: episode don't listen to it
0: <laughs> download it then oh, throw it in the boy.
1: trash but it is good um <laughs> <laughs> the trash man's coming he's coming <sighs> for your audio files <sighs> oh boy but it was good i i told the 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 secretary of the name and he he automatically is like oh you guys just put out a new episode cuz it was on thursday i'm like yeah Oh, then, sweet. like, uh, the other PA is like, oh, wh- what are you guys on? And uh, I'm like, oh, you got to search Movie Toast News Reviews. Uh, we're on. I named them, and, like, the secretary is like, I just put Movie Toast in, and it came up. I'm like, okay. So that's good oh, to sweet. hear. I know in the beginning it was kind of hard. You had to put in the full title. So it sounds like we're trending up.
0: Yeah, There we go. We've put out enough and then I heard We've a existed long enough.
1: And then I heard a pitch from... Uh, my APOC, he he told me he was starting to wanted to do a podcast that sounded kind of cool. He's gonna get his friends who have never watched Shark Tank, and he's gonna make them watch all the Shark Tank episodes as they drink. And I'm like, yeah, I I'd listen to that. And he's he's okay. thinking about calling it talking tank. And I'm like, I love that title. I don't know. I I've right. stole too much all of this right. time, and uh, who knows if it's gonna end up in the show, but yeah.
0: You, you know what will end up into the show? Some polls. I think you got some polls. Ooh, I got some 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 polls
1: this week, Dennis.
0: Hot polls! All right.
1: (laughs) So I was wondering this week, because I reviewed uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, which is a Disney animation movie, but it kind of looks like Pixar. And I personally miss the hand-drawn Disney movie, so I wanted to know
0: what
1: style of animation people preferred the most out of hand-drawn and CG. So we got some uh, some answers here. What would you think?
0: What would you vote? Oh, fuck. No, honestly. okay, that is actually really tough. Well, I have that strong association with childhood nostalgia for the hand-drawn animated Disney classics. One of my favorite all-time Disney movies, Toy Story, which is Pixar.
1: See, but I specified not Pixar in this one. I said. Disney Uh, animation. uh, Disney. Okay. Okay. So,
0: oh, okay. Oh. So so
1: I'm talking more in the realm of like Moana, this one, and like the movies that are not that, that are technically Disney. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. Then definitely the 2d. I am the rescuers. Great mouse detective. I love that. Love that. Yeah. Definitely the hand-drawn animation then. For sure.
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. Hand-drawn got thirty three percent, so people don't like ah. the hand jobs anymore. Uh, it's all about computer it's all generated about that shit, virtual uh, simulation. Huh? Ah, son mm-hmm. of a bitch. Well, which I don't know why it kind of let me down, but it's like, hey, whatever. I feel like it's younger people, maybe. I don't know. We're getting I'm old, like man. Thinking that.
0: Yeah, no, we're getting old. <laughs> like that, we're we're turning into old men before our own eyes. That's this is scary. how it happens. You just sitting there thinking, hey, I'm a person, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like shit, now I'm an old person. But now thats (laughs) I'm a person. Once you you throw a little bit older in there, that doesn't count as a person.
1: That's a new category
0: We're we are so close to we are very close to checking that box. That's like a quarter or a third of your life. They oh, are you in the thirty five to sixty four range where it's just oh, wow, you just lumped a whole a whole lot of people together. Almost. It happened
1: again last night. Like I, I was talking to talking to one of my cousins and like he's like, yeah, how old are you? I'm like, how fucking old am I? And I had to do the math. I was I was like, all right, I was I was spot on, but I I still had to do the math. And I'm like, this is sad that I just can't come up with it off the top of my head.
0: I, I'm glad I'm not the only yeah, one that, still, that does that. No, it's it's okay. It happens to me too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so this other one I was really intrigued to find out. Uh, cause last week you had watched Snowpiercer for the first time, and we mentioned there's a show, there's a graphic novel. Yes, so I want to see what people preferred the most out of the film, the show, the graphic novel. The results are kind of uh, mm-hmm. staggered, and I, I'm not surprised, I think, by the... Well, no, I am res- I am surprised.
0: Okay. Just your phrasing there now has me confused. I'm not sure which is going to win out, the show or the movie, <laughs> but I, I don't think it's the comic. I'm going to say that.
1: Yeah, no. I'll tell you, the graphic novel
0: got 0%. Oh, really? The graphic yeah. novel got 0%, yep. but then not giving got more... Yep. Ro- oh, thank God. Okay. Good, good, good. No, no, <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say. So um, the show got
1: twenty percent.
0: Oh, all right. Then you're right. Okay. Yeah, because it's a it's and a bad film. Um, got eighty,
1: but I feel like there's two seasons of a TV show, and I feel like it has a decent following. But
0: I was shocked. Yeah, the movie was great. It's hard, especially in something that feels so isolated and complete. It's like I don't need anymore. I'm still curious. I would still be willing to give it a shot. Not saying I would never watch it. Obviously. Mm-hmm. You movie test listeners, you know, uh, Adam and I are open to expanding a film universe beyond the uh, single telling of the story into, let's say, a series or two. Yeah, very open to considering watching that. But I I don't expect it to be the same. You know, Mm, that's true. I now have learned as a viewer, I'm not going to expect a network to hold a feature film budget on every episode. Although a lot of shows now try to get away with that appearance, I, I'm I'm not going to hold this to that. Standard. It's always sloppy. Yeah, yeah. I would say slop like for me, I wouldn't say sloppy. For me, it's I, not it's, always, but it's, it's, it's more more more, more so than less. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh, mm. oh, here we're oh, we're we're reaching too far, we're reaching too far. But then every every once in a while you can be decently surprised with something that works within its means. So I really hope uh when when I personally get around to it, and same for you. That the series is something that works within its means, you know, that that's when yes. it, it, you know, that's when I can just keep running with it. I feel like WandaVision did that pretty well. I didn't feel like it needed to feel like mm-hmm. I'm watching goddamn Endgame or another Avengers, you know, level movie. It's just this character, so yeah, we don't we don't need the whole circuit. Which it's brain. funny you mention
1: that. That brings us into our next poll. Oh, sweet. so as a. If you listened last week, we gave our thoughts on the finale of WandaVision, oh, and yes we uh, did. it got my uh, thought process going of which film offshoot disney plus original show do people like more the mandalorian or wandavision because i feel like everyone Ooh. loved that both of those shows and week to week people were talking about it so i really wanted to know what they
0: thought what What, what do you think those here? two it's oh mando mando uh-huh. no oh it's not it's not a tough call for me at all no i'm not <laughs> the other is still very good but one of them for me mm-hmm. is a hell of a lot better <laughs> Mandalorian without a doubt. <laughs> even okay, and I'll see, even say okay. even just season 1. Yeah, it just it had a stronger well, start. that's that, that's
1: exactly uh, that's what I thought. Oh, hugely no. wrong here, Dennis. 10% no for Mando, 91 division.
0: You're all terrible. I love you, but you're <laughs> all terrible. You're wrong. You're all r- <laughs> oh. Dennis, man, everyone's entitled oh. to their opinion, here, man. Oh, of course. I'm oh, just boy. I'm just kidding. I'm I'm I was <laughs> trying to quote Bob's Burgers there, but uh. Yeah, I'm surprised that it's that that much of a difference to be honest. Yeah, that it is, is very stattering. I would have thought it was at least a little closer. No, I'm not surprised. Yeah, right. 21. I figured, I thought even a 50-50 is 60-40 But not 10-90. I I thought it might have been 60-40 in hindsight, vision over mando. Uh, I would like to think that, but Mm -hmm. for me, personally, I just enjoyed Mandalorian a hell of a lot more. So I don't know. It felt more like, yeah, yeah. it well, Uh they they told him. I'm
1: happy it had the same effect that it had on me and you.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, it definitely explains. (laughs) It explains why we are able to do this show.
1: (laughs) Yes. And this next one, I wasn't going to include, but it's like, it kind of goes hand in hand with that last. Oh, uh, I gave, what did I give? I, gave, I think I gave WandaVision, how many, how many slices of toast? I think I gave it four. You gave it three, three You three gave and it a half. four. I gave
0: it three. I gave it three. Okay.
1: So I put it out there on a scale of one to four, four being the most, uh, in the best amount of slices of toast you'd give it. On the scale, I gave it four slices, three and a half slices, three slices, and zero through two slices. Uh, we got a couple of votes, and it was 100% on one of them. 100% for Uh, four slices.
0: Well, 100% for four. Yeah, I was going to say, well, after that response, I had to just assume our audience is now just like, man, you guys (laughs) really? Okay. I mean, I liked it. I liked it. I also liked all Mm -hmm. of the other Netflix Marvel series, too, with some some critique. uh, Whiny Toddler... Iron Fist. Iron Fist was, was a little much for me, but I still watched every episode for some fucking reason. <laughs> the rest of the universe yeah. was wonderful. That's yeah. a, that, there's a whole sidetrack. But please, I hope, I hope this encourages you folks to give some of these a shot. Although risky, there's very, very good material in there. Great entertainment. And the fact that this did at one point exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as they do continue to acknowledge the new York mm-hmm. and throughout all of the series. So it's there's there are some hints yeah. that it it does kind of parallel the world, but I wouldn't honestly not be surprised if Disney Plus then reinvigorates these characters. Or you know, mm-hmm. we do get to see a these. lot of
1: people are claiming Charlie Cox is back as Matt Murdock and uh, Spider Man No Way Home, but I I don't believe it at all. I feel like that's bullshit. Ah, uh, yeah, that's if like anything me-wishing. they would bring in. I want to say if any any superhero uh it would be she hulk because she's getting her own show and she's a lawyer oh, but i still yeah. don't even think that's gonna happen
0: oh I, no man uh but, but between the two i would think she Hulk yeah. next no that because that's honestly what i would think that that's who we would need to set up in the world you know like we don't for the non-comic book fan the the straight mc universe mcu universe fan Mm -hmm. You really don't know who She-Hulk is. You have no exposure to who this character is. Yeah, even if it's her before she gets the the powers, that could be a good way to set her up. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, let's dig into that. No, that would be cool. I'd, I'd love to see, I'd love to see that, so. I know we hijacked that. I have one more
1: real world poll here. What you got? So last week, I think they announced New York and Los Angeles, the two biggest markets for movie theaters, is opening up their their doors to have audiences come back into the cinema. So movies should start slowly booming back up. And now I wanted to know our listeners if they are gonna come back to the theater. So uh, they have the chance to say, "Yep, maybe," and "Hell no." I I respect the responses here. Okay. Where are you at? Will you go to the theater now that they're opening? Say a big movie you want to seize out in this COVID world, even even if you got the vaccine, would you go in the next couple of weeks or months?
0: In the next couple of months, if I had the vaccine and they were doing all the practices and everything, yeah, yeah, I would go. Okay. but without the without the vaccine, just right now, would I go tomorrow? No. Would I be open to going a couple of months from now? Yeah, I would be. Not not that I'm in a, like too much of a rush, but it's like I we need to eventually start figuring out how the world's going to continue playing it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm open to it. I'm open to it. Okay. The audience
1: may know if they've been listening for a while. I have gone to the theater the past couple of months, and it's weird. It's a hit or a miss. Sometimes I feel okay about it. Other times I feel sketched. But uh, the results are as follow. Uh, yep, got 25%. Hell no got 25% and maybe okay. got 50%. Wow. Yeah, so I'm like, I can respect that. People aren't sure and uh, they're considering it. So I, I'm like, okay, I can get that. There's a lot of factors oh. like you were just saying, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like I fall in the majority. I'd definitely be in the maybe group. And it's uh, it's like, uh, yeah. it kind of it kind of depends on a few circumstances. But, you know, if I can get to that point, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're getting there, folks. We're getting there, though. Just keep doing the right things. Keep sticking to them. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll have it back. We'll have that we'll have that classic theater experience back.
1: You know what else is for sure? There's always going to be streaming movies or movies on DVD, Dennis. Uh, You want to start us off this week with a review?
0: Hell yeah. I'm going to start us off with a review that... So on on Netflix, we'll say, I watched the animated feature film Batman The Killing Joke. Now, this is telling the story... It is. I just checked right now. Sweet. Oh, perfect. Okay, good. Uh, Without further ado, Batman The Killing Joke is uh, although it starts off with the name Batman, this is actually a story being told primarily from the perspective of Barbara Gordon, or also known as Batgirl. We are following Ooh. her story of there is a there is a particular mobster who's found a, kind of a fascination. He 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 finds her uh, kind of tantalizing. He kind of has a sick of Ooh. obsession with her, but she's also bothered by the fact that this guy kind of like bested her at one point in combat this is also paralleled with the fact that she's starting to kind of acknowledge her feelings for batman while Mm. trying to keep these lives separate we and i i appreciate that there are these moments of seeing her personal life of her working in the library with her co-worker and i i like i liked getting to see her be catty and getting to see barbara not just batgirl that was fun for Mm -hmm. a moment but then the the movie kind of kind of drifts off into a couple of different directions that I was like, uh, okay. Before I get too far into into what you are probably guessing is going to be a negative review, I must say what immediately drew me in was each and every single voice that you hear in this movie. They have the dream animated Batman cast of characters. To the fact that they have Kevin Conroy and uh, Mark Hamill playing Batman and the Joker is wonderful for fans of our generation. I feel like, because these are, oh, yeah. these, this, these are the voices of Batman and the Joker to us. It, it, it's an incredible cast. God, as excited as I was to hear these people speak, the words they were speaking were kind of ridiculous. The script was kind of all over the place. I got to be honest. Well, I'm sure a lot of moments were lifted from the books. These were not things that I identified with very well as an audience member. Getting this backstory for Joker fed to us was kind of interesting, but still kind of bland, where it's like Mm -hmm. I was kind of hoping for something a little different but we were still kind of given the same loose backstory we've always been given, other than the fact that he was given a name. And even then, I don't even remember the name off the top of my head. I didn't care enough. Instead, I was just trying to enjoy the ride of getting to listen to the voice talents of Territ Strong and John DiMaggio, Ray Wise, Brian George, all people that we've heard throughout many different animated features. Going into this, I knew Adam had told me in the past he'd watched it, and it was very he had very lukewarm feelings about it. And having watched a couple other animated Marvel and DC features, I was really geared up for like, oh, I wanted to watch it. But at the time, I didn't have a streaming service available to me that it was available on. Now that it was finally on Netflix, I had the time, gave it a shot. I was going into this, folks. I was going into this with the highest of hopes. And I'm like, no, it's got to it's gotta be better than that. And uh, it really wasn't. It just, it fell hey, flat.
1: You gave it a fair, honest shot.
0: I really did. I really did. You can't
1: complain. That's how you should give each movie a chance.
0: Everything Adam said was 110% true. It was just very blah. Like, this is supposed to be Batman and Joker (laughs) duking it out for the final time. We even get to Mm -hmm. witness the pivotal moment of the transition of Batgirl becoming Oracle. That even felt cheated. It was just like, oh, there, there it was. And as horrific as it was for her father to go through the house of horrors and all that stuff. And we get the psychological terror that the Joker is inflicting upon the Gordon family. It still felt so heavy handed when Batman and Joker were finally talking to each other. And we finally have that last moment and they have the joke where Joker gets Batman to laugh and we ended there and that was it. It was like, you're telling me after all yeah, that? Yeah, the ending was such a lacklustre. Oh my down. God, you're telling me after all that, Batman is just going to stand there and listen to this? <laughs> no, no, I just, I i got to keep this one short and sweet. Uh, Batman killing joke. I'm going to give two slices. And that's being generous, to be honest. I almost gave it one and a half. But I'm going to give it two slices because the animation was wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. animation was pretty good. I I was, I was, and I say pretty good because I was with it three quarters of the way up until we got to the Joker's carnival because there was one shot that took me out of the whole thing that they used like this weird photorealistic animation of the carousel when it powered up as Batman was standing in front of it. In the background, it looked really, really strange. Everything else reminded me of the classic 90s Batman animated series, although it wasn't hand drawn. We we just leaned that direction Mm -hmm. and I, I thank them for giving me that. But uh, yeah, two slices yeah. for Batman: The Killing Joke. It was okay. If 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 you like this world, if if you are a fan of this era of Batman, then I don't think it's not worth watching. But you don't need to be in a rush to go out and see this. That's for fucking sure. But uh, <laughs> do, you, do you do you got Fair something? Enough. Do you got something better than that for us? Yes.
1: So this week, I normally like to try to watch some brand new movies that just came out, but it was a weird flicks week where there wasn't a lot. But uh, last year, right before COVID struck, or may- maybe when theaters opened up again in like July or whatnot in some areas, they released a movie called The Broken Hearts Gallery. In the trailer, the 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 main character has a vibrator out and they-, they-, they talk about it. I'm like, all right, this is a movie where I might be able to laugh at some things. So... I I, nonetheless, I watched it. Uh, It's about this girl uh, named Lucy, who we we see her back in high school. She's breaking up with one of her boyfriends, her first boyfriend. She keeps an item of his and uh, you meet her best friends and whatnot. Then we cut forward to a few years later, give or take like eight years later. She, her dream job, she kind of has almost, and she has the best boyfriend ever. And on the day, that she has her big chance to kind of have those two worlds collide. The boyfriend breaks up with her and she loses her job Ooh. and she meets a guy ah. and it's like, Oh, yep. We know where this is going. So she kind of gets into this guy's car thinking that it's an Uber or a Lyft for, her, and the guy tries explaining it's not him, but he realizes she's having a hard day. So he kind of drives her home And she kind of (laughs) explains everything that happened. And it's like, all right, cool. You know, they're going to meet again, but you don't know how. And somehow they meet again. And it turns out that this guy, he he bought this hotel in New York that he wanted to remodel and make it feel like all the hot spots that he loved when he first got to New York. And she's like, oh, wow. What are you doing on that second floor? She wants to be like a uh, museum curator and artist of sorts. They're talking, and she has the tie of the boyfriend that she just broke up with, and he takes it and throws it on like a nail. And she's like, oh, wow, huh, that's kind of like an art installation. And like, then they go off on their own ways, and then the next day, the guy goes to her house and is like, hey, someone left a map or something on the wall. And she's like, oh, wow, this this is other people have heartbroken what? Uh, things that happened to them and little memorabilia that they kept from their breakups. And, oh, maybe I should open this up. And she put it out on Instagram. And people started going there and putting things. And, like, it's helping, like, relieve their, like, pain and pressure from the breakups. But, yeah. So, and then these two are getting close. They're spending time. Since she's getting to use his hotel, she's helping decorate the hotel. And they're bonding a bit. And, you know, there's going to be a moment where they're almost going to get together. But then they might not. And yeah, the you know it's your flying. typical movie. Yeah. Yes, but honestly, this movie was really delightful. It was fun. I was watching it, and there was never a point where I'm like, oh fuck, that's super cheesy. That's stupid. And it's like, oh no, this is a really delightful movie. It has a main character, girl, a woman named Geraldine. This I don't know if I'm saying her last name right. And then there's this guy, uh, Darcy Montgomery. He plays the hunky guy who becomes the bad guy. in I think season two or three of Stranger Things. And mm. yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. that's right. Then Stranger Things, I'm like, I don't like this guy, but in this, I'm like, oh man, he's a sweetheart. I love him. I get how he's a hunk. It's it's a hell of a movie. I'm I'm treading water here because there's not much. You know what you're getting into with a movie like this. If you're in a fan of yeah. rom coms or Teen, young adult novels, or, or just comedies—I'd say check it out. I'm going to give this three slices of the toes. Once again, that's the Broken Hearts Gallery on the Stars app, or I guess you can watch it on Stars or Stars on Demand. Uh, definitely worth checking out. I'm happy I saw this one, but nice. I don't think you're going to okay. be jumping uh, jumping over to that very anytime
0: soon. But I'd I think mean, you get something cool. Yeah, Okay, <laughs> I I wanted to try something a little different, and it was its one that often gets compared to. Uh, it's, it's later predecessor that the star of the film also starred in. I'm talking about Johnny Mnemonic starring Keanu Reeves. This is a sci-fi yeah. flick uh, telling the story of a data courier that has taken on a, a job where he is using a hard drive that's basically been built into his brain that's like inside of his skull where he, he carries high risk data let's say information that needs of of, uh, high sensitivity and he'll get it from point a to point b and ironically it takes place in the year 2021 uh, which i thought was kind of funny Uh, film also stars uh dina meyer which i immediately recognized of starship trooper fame the other female cast oh. member against Denise Richards, the one who dies in uh, the arms of Casper Van Deen. Ice T, Takashi Takano, which you may recognize from Battle Royale. Name sounds familiar. Uh, he's the gym teacher, he's the main guy in that one. Okay. Uh, Dolph Lundgren is, plays a fucking crazy street assassin, a street person assassin. Who's like a reverend in an abandoned church. Who's just like this crazy. Like, didn't tell me Thundergun express was in this. Thundergun express himself. And honestly, he is like the most Thundergun in this. Henry Rollins plays a fucking doctor, a doctor. Um, and, and (laughs) he's one of my favorite characters. (laughs) Sorry, we're, we're already talking sunny. So we this is a great lineup sunny. of people, man. It is, and uh, Udo here, which you may not recognize the name, but he is a ridiculous acting list. And for me, what caught me off guard was the, that I recognized his voice because he played Yuri in the Red Alert video game series. He's Dragonetti and huh. Blade. He's Conrad and Downsizing. He's in a whole bunch of stuff. Anyways, the cast of this film is ridiculous. I actually was just like, holy shit, I recognize someone in almost every frame of this movie. It's kind of fun.
1: Especially for something that old, that that says something.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's like, it, even for the people who weren't as big, they found people who ended up being in big things, uh, including, I believe, Keanu Reeves himself. Although he was in, he had been in bigger titles. He was not... As big as he is now, I would say he doesn't carry the weight he does now.
1: Is this this is like uh, I want to say post Bill and Ted,
0: of course, and pre
1: yeah. uh, pre Speed, give or take, I think yes. a couple of years
0: before. I believe I believe so. I believe you're right. Now this movie, I gotta say, looked badass. Production value was amazing. It just, it looked awesome all the time. Uh, this is something where the visuals very much reminded me of Lawnmower Man, uh, something where <laughs> you're you're heavily featuring featuring the CGI, and it's not that you're trying to blend it into the real world, it's we're trying to show you CGI. I loved it. Hmm. Uh, the movie looks cool. It's definitely a nostalgia thing for me. I really like the style of movie. The visuals are reminding me a lot of something in the vein of mortal Kombat, uh, demolition man these are all the the, it's like the visual style of just this kind of 90s movie that it's embracing new technology as well as 80s in camera practical effects i love the bridge between the two and we get to see a lot of interesting use of this now let's flip Uh the coin over the script oh boy Okay, the di we I'm, go. I'm not sure if it's the script or the directing. I'm not I don't know who to blame, but the dialogue is trash. We just say some weird shit sometimes. Or just characters just make stupid decisions. For as advanced as this world is supposed to be, we fail to acknowledge that just like, oh yeah, we can look up all of these things all of this information seems to be available yeah. to us all the time. We're going to send a fax, but oh yeah, we can look up who the fax was sent from and to at the exact moment it was given. There's so many pieces of technology. They're just like, wait, you you did forget. We just did this earlier in the movie, right? You, you, you can just go back and hmm. look this up on, on, on the internet. <laughs> and I, and oh, no God. Way. it's totally sponsored by AT&T. Cause we got to see that symbol every fucking 15 or 20 minutes <laughs> of the movie. Um, and then we actually name drop oh, iPhones. There's a scene where Johnny is rattling off all of the computer components he needs. And one of the things he says, he needs an iPhone. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. that he That's said that.
1: insane. That's a, You think Apple's <laughs> like, let's get that Johnny mnemonic name. Right? You, well, yeah, fucking Johnny needed it. So the world will need it.
0: The uh one and one more uh, negative I had to throw in there was the sound effects were just super over the top. I feel like we were mismatching some of the action with the sound effects that were available in front of us. But given all that, I still had a great time watching the movie. I think honestly one of my favorite characters played by Henry Rollins, this weird like punk doctor guy was a badass. And his line delivery was hilarious and in a good way. He was just he said a lot of ridiculous shit that was done in the best possible way. That's why I have to give Johnny Mnemonic two and a half slices. I would give it more if you're in for a nostalgia treat, if you really like this type of 90s schlock. But it is a very strong two and a half slices for me.
1: Wow, Dennis, honestly, I've never watched Johnny Mnemonic. I've heard about it. I always thought it was like punk rock style, like skate movie or something. I didn't picture it being a sci-fi movie or starring Keanu Reeves or this cast. So thank you, you kind of sold me on it. where did you watch this movie, man?
0: I actually watched this, I, I believe this was uh, Hulu. The, yeah, it was Hulu. Okay. And it you know looks funny? Uh, it's almost apocalyptic because I really, I love the set dress. I love the the sets in this film. If if you could look at a Rob Zombie song, I feel like this is what it would look like on film sometimes. Nice. But uh, I know you got another review left for us, sir. What you, what you got up next? I do. This is a newer movie. This is a
1: movie that is a Warner Brothers, HBO Max uh, movie theater, simultaneous release. Unfortunately, today of the recording is the final dates on HBO Max, but I believe it's still out in the cinemas. So like I said, they're opening all around the country now, it seems like. Okay. So if you haven't seen this movie and you want to see it, maybe uh, if you if you like what I'm saying in this review, you could check it out still, but it's just not streaming. I'm talking about the movie Judas and the Black Messiah. This is a uh, whew, awesome. quite the movie. It's about the uh, chairman of the Illinois Black Panther Party. And... About someone who infiltrates them and gives uh good old Johnny Law some uh, intel uh we got a rat Ooh. uh so the movie starts with oh, um shit. and this is a true story too so it's not like made up it starts with a uh, Lakeith Sanfield, oh, no. okay. who is just killer in everything like it literally feels like a black exploitation when we're starting we see him walking down the street wearing this like black duster trench coat type thing it's just so badass he walks into this badass bar he uh, pulls out a fucking badge he tells everyone he wants them to put their hands up against the pool table kind of empties their pockets and he sees a set of keys before he goes in there's this sweet sexy car out front and he's like oh hold up a second these keys that car out front was reported stolen two months ago I'm gonna take this in and then people realize he's not a cop he's just fucking pretending to be a cop to steal this car. And then the cops end up catching him (laughs) and they're like, you're going to go away for at least seven years, give or take for pretending to be a cop and for stealing a car. Or you can help us infiltrate uh, the Black Panthers. And uh, the cop that's doing this, the the only cop that knows he's undercover doing all this is uh, played by Jesse Plemons. So it's, it's kind of cool seeing him. Be a little more, he's not like psychopathic. He's more of a normal guy than we've seen him in other things. And uh, so at first, Lakeith is a little hesitant to do it, but then he he ends up getting used to it. So he kind of becomes a sidekick to Fred Hampton, who's played brilliantly by Daniel Kaluuya and uh, the guy from Get Out and so oh, many other God. things. But um, it's like you're, yeah. you're just seeing how smooth this guy is. He's not trying to cause anything. It's not like the black Panthers are like dangerous and terrible. Like he's kind of like the ultimate con man in a way. Like at one point, uh, Lakeith's character tells Jesse Plemons is like, this guy could sell salt to a snail. Like literally he, he gets, uh, there's a rival like party kind (laughs) of the same type of black Panther thing called the crowns. He ends up getting them on his side. He gets, uh, I want to say, uh Puerto Rican gang on his side. He even gets fucking white trash, kind of redneck, almost KKK members on his side. So he brings all these people in oh my God. to try to go off against the government and the corruption and stuff. So it's not like they're doing terrible things. Oh, sure, they're, along the way, there are bad things happening that they're doing, but, oh God, it's it's interesting to watch, like, Slowly but surely, uh, I feel like Lakeith is getting used to it and he's liking it. And oh, man, Martin Sheen's in this playing J. Edgar Hoover. And it's like, what? It's kind of crazy. Fucking Lil Ray Howery's in it. It's This movie, Project Power, I reviewed a while ago, had this uh, amazing actress who I'd never seen before called uh, Dominique Fishback. She's in this and everyone's this movie is just so fucking amazing. Like everyone's giving great performances Ah, uh, the cinematography is so fucking. Oh man, it's sexy. Ah, uh, the music. The my favorite part of this movie, I think, might be the music. It has great musical cues. Oh, great. uh, uh man, and the and the set design. Ah, oh, man, everything about this movie I, mean, I really okay. really dug. However, True. the only minor thing I have with this is I feel like it's slightly long. It's like two hours and five minutes. If it trimmed off a little bit more, it'd be. It'd be better in my book, but overall, I I, I okay. don't know why okay. I haven't reviewed this yet. But oh man, I'm happy I got to it before it left because this is a solid movie, and uh, I think it won a Golden Globe. I think Daniel Kalua might have won one for his uh, acting in it, and oh, rightfully damn. so. And like I said in the beginning, it really felt like a black exploitation the way it started, but then it it became more of a regular movie. But man, it, I I honestly didn't yeah, really like, know and the and Black and Panthers. Well. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. So I'm gonna give Judas and the Black Messiah
0: eh, three and a half slices of toast. Shit. Oh, nice, man. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah. it's one that the uh, a lot of the advertising really caught my eye because it sounded like a story. I I was very curious about. So you've definitely mm-hmm. uh, convinced me. You know, as soon as that, as soon as I feel comfortable checking that one out, I'm I'm gonna get to yeah. it. That's for sure. Oh, badass, that's, man. Oh, nice. Speaking of badass, I think you got a badass movie you just watched for the first time, man, right? I do. And I. you know what else I noticed? It's also another movie that starts with a J. We're going to keep the J's going. What? We started with B's. Well, no two, way. Two B's back to back. Now we're going to round it out with one more J. I missed it. My wife and I both missed it out the gate. But we finally got around to catching up to watching John Wick for the first time. Currently available on Peacock for free with with ads. So even if you don't have the premium Peacock, you can still go and check it out in the free version. John Wick, you've I'm sure almost everyone listening right now has has already seen it, and I, I'm just now catching up for the rest of you. But John Wick tells the story of an assassin who got out of the game. His wife died because of uh, horrible reasons. Everyone feels bad. She left him a dog. The dog got killed by this shithead. He goes to one. Of, he wants to go kill the shithead kid. You, Everyone already knows the story. I, ha, I have got mm-hmm. to say, all of this buildup, the fact that there's like a fourth and fifth one coming out, um, I still have yet to see the second and third one, by the way. I've only seen the first. I felt a Fair little enough. hype. It was a little hyped up. I I got to be honest. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. This is a solid kick-ass action movie. But I will say I did find uh, about 20 or so minutes in, I was just kind of like, okay, um, for this guy being such a badass with like the guns and the hand to hand combat, we kind of haven't seen any of that for a good 15, 20 minutes or so. Like we like there's the suggestion <laughs> of it a few times. And and I loved I loved that identifying like oh, there's this big scary, like Russian mob boss. We just say the name John Wick, and he's you just see the look on his face. It's like, oh son, you're fucked. Like it's like you it's in fact, I mm-hmm. think as says those words you are fucked. I, I love the tone. I love the style of the movie. Keon Reeves carries the character very fucking well. I I, I like seeing a hero that has weaknesses. Like I liked seeing a guy that can get beat up and then he has to roll with the punches. He isn't just like this perfect superhero of he's not Supermaning through everything. He 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 has to take his licks once in a while. Don't don't get me wrong. I still dug the movie. It's just i gotta be honest I, I, you hear about john wick oh john wick this john wick that okay in my mind i was going into this thinking i was gonna have a competitor for something like die hard like this is gonna be my new measure of like what an action movie should be this was not that to me huh tell me if oh. i'm wrong hit, hit me up I'll, or hit hit up movie toast like let us let let us know if you think i'm off base but like I'm sorry, folks. Like this isn't, no, no, it's a good movie. I'm going to disagree
1: a little bit. I, I, I I agree with you though. It is slow and it is, it's not the world's best. I, I just feel like when the action's there, when the badass stuff is happening, that's great, but there's, it's awesome. Yeah. His
0: his combat is fucking cool. I, I, in fact, I like that. I feel like I haven't seen this amalgamation of a character before. Either. It's like you have the assassin that, they're amazing with guns and oh yeah, they are good at hand to hand combat, but it's very like, we kind of stay, we kind of stay up on our feet for the most part, unless of course they're like this big foreboding character. And then we got to wrestle them a little bit. His whole thing is wrestling you to the ground, disarming you and being like, I love that. It was very visceral. His, his combat scenes are very mm-hmm. like, I, I, I really enjoyed that. I, I knew I was. I feel like I'm going to sound way harsher on this movie than I mean to be, but it's only because I feel like I was going into this expecting it to be a three and a half, four slicer. Like I was expecting to see, yeah, just complete gold and absolute perfection. You you even hit on some notes that I was just like, fucking love it. I really enjoyed the music. The cars were badass. You have really cute dogs throughout Mm -hmm. the movie. We kill the people who harm the dogs. Awesome. I love that. You do all of these things I really enjoyed. But for some reason, when the movie was over, I was just left with this feeling of like, I expected a tiny bit more. I don't know what it was. But I will tell you right now, after finishing watching that first one, I'm like, I could watch two more of these. I I could watch two and three right now. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I could watch two and three. Can
1: I say? Yeah. I may be in the very small thought uh, group of this one, but if you didn't really like this one, I don't think you're going to care for the second and third. I will say at the end of the second one, it's like, holy fuck, where this next one's going to go. I am so excited. And then when the third one happens, like, okay, so that's that's where it went, huh? Like, I feel like there's still, there's great action scenes, but... I feel like this is the apex of the of the trilogy so far, but it's still worth checking wow. out. But okay. I am going to tell you, it's going to probably be a little lower well, in the scale for you.
0: Okay, which isn't. A I, bad I thing. will tell you, it, it gave me feelings of uh, to to parallel another series that I, I ran down the list pretty fast. That I had a good time watching. It almost kind of reminded me of Mom. and of just like you know what I, I'm going into. I, I where that one I went in with no expectation. I was delivered something of very good quality, and it's like, I'm constantly enjoying everything I'm seeing on screen. I'm not having a bad time. Okay, I mm-hmm. could keep watching this. I would say I had a very similar experience here. So I watched John Wick, like I said, on Peacock. I'm going to give it three slices. So as harsh as I came out the gate with it, it's only okay. because I feel like it gets a whole lot of hype but I gotta be honest. I, I'm I'm up for more. I like the world, the hotel. I love having this place where you have these rules and like this weird shit with the the, the coins and like I I love I love the structure of the Uh-oh. universe. I love it. I I like all that stuff. Oh, can
1: we just, I, I talk, just talk for we, a second about? The, the hotel itself and the rules set up at the hotel, that I think I dig. The fact yeah. that there's a code of ethics at this hotel, yeah, I love
0: that's that. It. No, that was awesome. I know, And that, those are the types of things I really enjoy in movies like this. It's like we don't have to question it too much. We just kind of need to accept a certain amount of it. Or we give you a few things and it's like, oh, we have these kind of morsels to nibble on. It's like, all right, you you've gave us a few rules. You show us how to behave. You've seen what happens when you break the rules. It's all laid out. It's It's all laid out there for you. It's like, I love that. Uh, Willem Dafoe, awesome. I loved him oh. coming, kind of coming out the side as the the backup. Like, I kind of figured that that first shot he fired through the pillow was meant to, it's like, oh, he's obviously prepared for this. I really, really doubt he fucking missed. That immediately told me, oh, he's oh. there to back him up. When he first shot the mm-hmm. pillow next to his head, it's like, he's waking up John. <laughs> so immediately, that was what I thought. Yeah, I it's a that.
1: kind that of courtesy great. of, hey, I'm going to give you a fighting chance.
0: Exactly. Same with the leader of the hotel. God, he's such a
1: great actor. Ian McShane. Oh. Ian McShane,
0: which I believe yes. he's in American yeah. Gods right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I loved him as as that character. It was very entertaining to watch him as like the now, you know, because of the rules, I can't tell you. But the, there's a certain someone with a certain something in a certain place, if you know what I mean. You know, I loved I loved how he had this relationship with John that was just like he clearly has a certain title and other people acknowledge, oh, this is this is a guy you don't you don't fuck around, you don't fuck around with John Wick. But so that's yeah, That that's kind of where I'm at with that. All in all. Yeah. Don't regret it. I'll watch some more. But I'm kind of like, yeah, come on, folks. There's there's a lot better mm-hmm. action movies out there. There's a lot better action. Fair movies enough.
1: Out there. That's 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 a good honest take. I, I'll agree with you. I'll co-sign that.
0: Co-sign that Speaking loan. of
1: action, next week. There, there, there's a little action that I'm going to tease for sure. Ooh. I think I, I'm not going to say you are going to review, but I know I want to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier. I can't wait to see that pilot.
0: Hell yeah, man. I'm not going to miss out on that shit for sure. Depending, I will say there is there is a chance my, de- my initial review may be delayed. I'm going to try to get it out quick, but because my wife is out of town, I may have to seek special permission. So, well, we'll see Oh that one. We'll see on that one.
1: I think Disney, Dennis. Let me tell you, Disney does plus does have an option to uh, do that uh, dual party watch. So, I mean, you guys could uh, watch from separate areas.
0: True. This is true. This is true. I know it's not the same as being
1: on the couch or in the bed or whatnot watching it, but still, just throwing that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that could work. I will say, I will definitely review one brand new kind of superhero thing next week. I'm talking the four and a half hour. Justice League Snyder Cut or Zack Snyder's Justice League, whatever they're calling it, I'm gonna be talking about that. So I don't know how that's gonna go.
0: Could go either way. Oh man, put on your depends. It's something. weird. Like when I go to Box. the movies,
1: I, I like to have candy and whatnot. But at home, I'm like, yeah, I don't need anything. But four hours, eh, I'll need something.
0: Oh yeah, right. No, it's like four hours. You need a fucking sandwich in the middle of that fucking thing. God damn. Yeah.
1: Like, I, I like to torture myself, man, with, with these long movies in a theater.
0: <laughs> I don't know why. Are you kidding me, man? I know where you're coming from. Uh, freshman year, you and I went to that Saw Marathon where it was the first five Saw movies in a row. And oh, I think yeah. there was like one break in the middle of all of them that we took to fucking sprint to Subway, scarf down a foot long, and run back into the before the next one started. We didn't miss a single movie. We I saw. I got up. like a dozen cookies, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, shit.
1: Boy, oh, boy. You know what's sweet in our life? The, the movie Toast the Festival. That's going to be so sweet, Dennis. And I think people should go to FilmFreeway.com and search for Movie Toast the Festival Aww. and consider submitting their short films to our festival that we're having digitally in December because it's going to be quite a hoots. And we've had some great That's submissions, right. and we want to see a few more. Bring it on, guys! We want to watch your stuff.
0: Yeah, I'll it bring it me. on. <laughs> uh, Dennis, I, know, I, just, I thought I'd Where can these up? fine
1: folks find us?
0: Oh, you can find us on Reddit, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of the major social media accounts. But to be specific, YouTube and Facebook. Movie Toast News and Reviews. Everywhere else, movie underscore toast. You can uh, find us on all the major podcast platforms. Say you're listening to us at your friend's house. You're wondering where they found you. Oh, well, <laughs> it's uh, Spotify, fucking Google, Apple Podcasts, all <laughs> over the place. Check us out. And then, of course, please, please, please pass along to your friends uh, the filmmaking type. Or if you're venturing into filmmaking for the first time, that we would love for uh, movie toast, the festival to be that your first foray into getting exposure into the festival circuit. So I'll hit that dead horse one more time. Check us out on film freeway folks. We're really, really hungry for them flicks. Well, man, yeah. I think, uh, I think we've reached that time. I think we've uh, we've delivered I, we've delivered all the hot, uh, steamy loaves we can. Tofty! Loaves? Ew. That I tried loaves. Weird, that okay. was hot. I yeah, thought oh, you were going to say
1: loads. That's, that's <laughs> uncomfortable. What a okay, way to end this No, the show. we're not doing that. But so, let's do it. Add that outro music right there. Where I'm talking about steamy loads. Let's do it, kids.
0: Oh, boy. oh you know what? Yeah. Right. All right. There you go. Hot and steamy. No, keep uh come on folks. You know. You know what it is. You always gotta stay toasty.
1: Okay, I know I'm hijacking the show right now, but did you hear this weird, weird news this week? I, I know this has nothing to do with reviews, but they just announced that well, they didn't announce there's rumors flying around the internet that Rob Zombie's next movie is going to be a feature version of the monsters I can't picture that but I'm very intrigued I what? hope that's true I yeah.
0: hope so too that would okay <laughs> yeah well you just I,
1: I can't you got, picture you got me but I mean he has the eerie vibe sorry and it, I, I, just, I feel like if anyone's going to get if anyone's going to get
0: the tone oh no that's awesome oh my god mm-hmm. oh, that's great <laughs>